Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the second episode into the new series called Running With Vision Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm heading into my first three months of half marathon races and thought it was only fitting I introduce this series that intertwines mindset, life, and running. In this episode called What the Hill? Tackling the Hills in Your Life, I talk about running the hills in your race and also in life, my mentality when it comes to running hills, and how to overcome them, how I've progressed when I first started to now, and more. There's a lot of pointers here that I can't wait to get into, but as always, let's do a life recap first. I am recording from my parents' home in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I decided to trade the gloomy city weather for some warmer temps this week and also just needed to get away from the city for a bit. I feel like it's very common for a lot of us New Yorkers to, every once in a while, take a break from the hustle and bustle that is New York City. Whether it's going upstate on a road trip or taking the train or booking a flight somewhere, It's good to have a change of scenery every once in a while, and then come back feeling refreshed again. So I am sitting here in my old bedroom, and a flood of memories come back to me. This is where I spent a lot of time wondering what would come of the world in the early months of 2020, aka during the height of the pandemic. It's funny how back then we were all craving some sort of busyness, craving to add more to our to-do lists, the desire to socialize and see people. And now, life seems like it's moving in fast forward, and sometimes all I want to do is just pause everything. It's funny how that works. It's funny how we want things a certain way, and then when it happens, we want the opposite. But anyway... I'm working from here for the week, and it's been so nice to be reunited with my parents again. Something that is important to me is making the effort to see them every few months. The older we get, the more we realize just how important it is to make time for our loved ones. I find that I am more keen to prioritizing my family and closest friends now more than ever. It's like there isn't really a right time to make plans. I feel like if we wait for the right time to happen, it'll never happen. You just have to take initiative and make it happen because our schedules tend to get busy and before you know it, a month passes, two months, and so forth. And speaking of loved ones, two weekends ago was a four-mile race and also my boyfriend's first race. It was a fast course in Central Park, and even though this type of race wasn't a new one for me, it certainly was a special one. You know, I've always dreamt of having someone to run races with. Looking back, I just I can't help but smile because this is something that every time I ran, I would hope one day I would have someone to share all these memories with. And one of my best friends runs races with her husband, and I love their dynamic when they're running. It's quite inspiring, really. And I always wanted someone to just enjoy all of this with. 
Luckily, I have him hooked with racing, so it certainly won't be his last. But in case I'm speaking too soon, I will report back after his second race and see how he feels. And now, let's get into the episode where I'll share more about my thoughts on my latest race and tackling the hills in racing and in life. If you ask me what kind of races I prefer, it's surprisingly not the short ones. And by short, I mean the 5Ks, 3.1 mile races. But it's also not the long ones either, say a half marathon or even a full marathon. I actually prefer 10Ks or 15Ks, ranging from the 6 mile to 10 mile races. Why? Because it's challenging. Not in a painful physical way, but more so in a mental way. But Grace... Actually, why? Well, truth is, I like a buildup. I like strategizing on how to maintain and increase effort into my runs. And the longer the run, the more excited I get into figuring out how to maintain a pace, not exert too much energy, and then pick up at the end, aka negative splitting. So for this four-mile race the other week, I get into this mindset where I'll break down the miles to know how I want to start and end. If there's a course map prior to the race, I always look at it. I want to pinpoint where the elevations are and at what miles, so I can know how to preserve my energy until then. If you think running races is all about being fit and fast, you're wrong. It's a mental game, and quite frankly, the longer races you tackle the more mindset is needed. You will only get so far focusing on your physical strength. It's the mind that will take you to the finish line. Let's take a minute and visualize this. You're standing at the bottom of a hill. Your eyes start to slowly move, following the path upwards. You can feel your heart pounding as you try to imagine what it would be like to run up this hill right now. It looks daunting. It looks like a challenge, almost taunting you that you're incapable of taking it on. You don't have the physical and mental strength. You start to feel uneasy, just thinking of how painful it would feel to pump your arms and legs to keep yourself moving forward. You start to wonder if you'll lose energy or slow down to catch your breath. You'll even question whether you'll make it up the hill. Here's the thing about hills for me. I get quite fearful when I see one in the distance. When I know there's one coming up while running, I can feel my entire body and mind start to freeze up and get nervous. I can't help it. And I would have to say one of my biggest weaknesses in running are the hills something I'm still working on improving because just like in life, there are always going to be hills, these inclines that we're not used to or comfortable with. But we have to keep moving forward one way or the other. And I find the best way to do that is by experiencing it. Moments of weakness are just opportunities to get stronger. You know, I train on the same course at Central Park, and 
there are these two main hills, the Harlem Hill and Cat Hill, that goes up from East 75th and 81st Street. And these two hills are somewhat challenging to me. And each time, I have to mentally prepare for them. I know I'll make it up there. I do every time. But it's the effort and drive in order to get there. And it's like, I want to know exactly how much energy I'm exerting every time or how much effort I'll be putting in. And just like in life, we can't possibly plan out or coordinate how we'll tackle the hills in our lives or when we can expect the hills. We can't say we'll run at a seven pace on this one hill because we don't know how we'll be feeling that day of the race. We don't know if we'll have a side stitch at that moment or lose steam. And that's why I always see running hills as tackling the hills in our hardships because they're very similar in the sense of mindset. And that is the beauty of running. You'll start to see similar patterns of daily life challenges intertwined in there. You'll start to pick up on how work the other day felt like you were trekking up a mountain. How you started your day super early and how you're still pacing yourself to tackle the big hill coming up in an hour or so. But after training for a while, you start to realize it's not the hills that get easier. It's you who gets stronger. And how I see hills now when I'm training is this mindset. This is where I'm strong. This is the energy I was conserving in the beginning. This is where God guides me and physically pushes me through. This is where I find my motivation again. And as I'm reinforcing my mind through all this training, I go extra hard up the hill. And when I reach the top, I go back to a more relaxed pace I've been running prior to the hill. The hills we face in life, they are all perception-based. If you see a hill as impossible to overcome, they will always be in your way. If you see a hill as a challenge, you will find a solution to overcome it. I found that controlling my breathing has helped with running hills. Slow and deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth has always calmed me, especially when I start to tense. While running, when there are certain obstacles, like the hills, for example, I like to think of my legs as a bike. When I'm nearing a hill, a voice in my head will tell me to shift gears. I'll go into fast feet mode for the beginning of a hill to get myself pumped up. And then I'll, quote, shift gears into what I like to call hill mode where I'll slightly lean forward, lessen my stride, and make sure my arms are still pumping. Just a few tidbits for what helps me overcome running hills. I cannot emphasize this enough. Our minds are so powerful. We believe what we think. Oftentimes, when I'm struggling or stressing about my workload, the question I'll ask myself is this. What's an area I can focus on that might be my biggest obstacle that I can turn into my biggest advantage? How can I take something like a hill, a challenge, 
and make it a goal I want to reach. I don't know what obstacle you're facing right now, or even which ones you will face, but I hope this encourages you to take your eyes off of the magnitude of the problem and conquer the hill. Stay focused. Train your mind to be stronger than your fears. Remember, moments of weakness are just opportunities to get stronger. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another episode into the Running with Vision series. This time, we will be talking about the runs where you're not performing your best and how every run will not always be your best run. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.